Just Earthly is a podcast for the nature lover, environmental enthusiast, outdoor adventurer, free spirit, and seeker. We belong outdoors, where we find union, belonging, inspiration, and at home with ourselves, each other, and our planet. We go inside to go outside. We go outside to go inside. We gather for self-healing, world healing, here on this earth. Welcome to the Just Earthly Podcast. My name is Mandy Metzger, founder of Interland Botanicals, and I'm your host. I am so excited to welcome Brittany Nelson to the Just Earthly podcast. Brittany is a Ayurveda wellness coach, yoga teacher, writer, and an intuitive. Welcome, Brittany. Thank you for having me, Mandy. This is awesome. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about what you do. What is all this that you do? Yeah, yeah. So, gosh, I mean, you know, my path started out in yoga and, um, and plants and kind of grew from there. So I'm a yoga teacher with a specialization in Ayurveda. I'm finishing up my second year of school. So I'm a certified coach. Um, and I will be a Ayurveda counselor at the end of school. And um, my work really, I think just from my own experience has come from really trying to understand the body better, really trying to calm the nervous system and just finding these beautiful ancient practices that the modern day culture has forgotten about that we can draw from that's healthy, it's natural, it's in reverence with the earth. So it's just something that I just feel better. My whole body feels better, you know, living this way. And it's just been um, a big learning, a deepening, a journey for me these this last de- decade, basically. So my work really is around helping pe- people feel more connected to their bodies, helping them get better sleep, helping them establish a practice every day, and um, just finding that deeper connection with themselves. I love that. How would you describe Ayurveda. For those that are listening or maybe watching on YouTube, what is your definition of Ayurveda for those that might not know? Yeah, there's so many ways to define it. It's a very vast practice. You know, kind of more historically, it's a very ancient practice that's found in the Vedas, which is a spiritual text, you know, one of the oldest spiritual texts in the world. And it's really a prevention and curing practice that we can do. You could call it natural medicine. You can call it just daily rituals that you do to better improve your mental health, your physical health, spiritual health, emotional health. How I like to describe it to people to really simplify it and to really get them to like feel it and understand is the study of how the five elements play with each other. And so we have that within our own body. We have that in nature outside of us. We have that emotionally you know, you look at astrology, there's the air signs, the fire signs, the water signs. But yeah. in Ayurveda, yeah, in Ayurveda, we have that with all of life, all of life, right? Even a cell has all five elements. So it's studying that and how to bring that into balance so that we feel best. And different people have different tendencies with their own makeup. Someone might have a lot more water then someone else might have a lot of air and a lot of anxiety or dryness in the body, things like that. So it's really just paying reverence to the elements and how to like use these ancient practices to bring everything back into balance. 
when you talk about the imbalances or um like let's let's get into doshas right yeah so can you explain to people how sometimes we are born with a certain makeup versus how maybe things fluctuate from day to day and how that plays a role yeah i love that so what we were born with is our property and it's kind of like our blueprint so you know, maybe your mom had a lot of musculature and then you have a lot of musculature. So you have a lot of pitta in your body, which means fire. Um, so it's kind of what you were imprinted with. And that is everything from genetics to, you know, the emotional imprint, what was going on when you were in your mother's womb. Um, you know, what was going on in the time and space where you were born and things like that. So that's kind of how you originated usually we tend to go back to our property over and over over our lifetime. Our vikriti, which is kind of the day-to-day, season-to-season, life, life cycle to life cycle, is what's going on in our life right now. So for example, if you are traveling a lot, and like me, I'm on the road right now. Where at? <laughs> Humboldt County, California, but I've nice. mostly been in Oregon, so okay. kind of just Pacific Northwest area. My favorite place in the United States is the Pacific Northwest. So any like spot in particular you love? I've really explored Oregon the most. So Mm -hmm. Portland and then one time I started in Portland and just kind of drove all around um, for seven hours and then back up to Portland. And then I I, I like, um, I like Washington too, but I have a lot more exploring to do there. So yeah, I haven't been to Washington much. It's mostly been Oregon for me as well. So Um, but like, we can use that as an example, actually, of the elements that I was talking about, because right now I'm on the coast, there's a lot of moisture in the air, a lot, right? So it feels really good on my nervous system, but it also, it can bring more like heaviness and sadness sometimes and like other issues in the body. It's too much moisture, right? And then if I'm in Bend, which I was just in Bend, Oregon, that's like the high desert. It's really dry there. So there's other things going on there. So it's like the Vikruti plays with, you know, your environment and what's going on in your life and what you've been eating and all these things that are making up um, the balances and the imbalances in the body. That's so cool. I love that example. Yeah, it kind of helps put things into perspective a little bit. So what dosha would you say that you were born with? I would say mostly pitta. Um, You could probably tell from my body shape. And then also I would say now more kapha. Um, I had a lot more vata imbalance, but I've really learned how to slow way down and have a daily yoga practice and eat fats and things like that so that I feel a little bit more pitta kapha. yeah, everybody in my family is very fiery, very like musculature, you know, a lot of pitta going on. So I would say that's my main property. But it's also important to remember that I think when you're newer to Ayurveda, you think the doshas are everything. And that yes, it's a huge right. not to define yourself as a dosha that we're all we all have all of it in us. That is a very good point. Yeah. And it's just, it's just cool to know, oh, that's my tendency. Maybe I will stay away from the spicy foods or the alcohol and things like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So how does your work connect with nature? Yeah. I mean, it's all from nature, right? So 
when I started my first yoga teacher training back in 2016, I was in Nicaragua and we had a beautiful private beach. So we, we learned all of yoga and there's this gorgeous beach that we saw the Milky Way and all these things. And something to know about yoga is that it all derives from nature. Like all the poses are from nature, tree pose, fish pose, right? Um, like where else would we get this practice from? Like, you know, this is ancient. So, so first of all, it's like the poses themselves are from nature and then the ways pranayama, which is the, the breath manipulation or the breath techniques we do is how do we control the energy in the body? And that's by using air and, and recirculating the air element in the body. So everything is just nature, right? So you see, I always see a lot of nature lovers becoming yoga teachers because that is the whole connection, right? They feel that deeper connection to something else. Um, and then Ayurveda, I mean, it's all based in nature, right? The five elements, it's just all, yeah, it's totally all nature. And a lot of the remedies include nature, foods. That's the number one medicine in Ayurveda, spices, plants. Um, and then, you know, oils, like it, it all comes from earth. So it's, everything is, is nature. It's just a way that we express, we use tools of what nature is giving us and how we can sort of sync up as a human being with the earth. So you are also a writer and an intuitive. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that work? Yeah. So for the past, you know, over 10 years, I make my living from copywriting and I've been doing freelance for a lot of that time now, actually, just because um, I got, I, the, the last full-time job I had, it was the same, I signed up for my first yoga teacher training and it was just a message that I'm meant to do something a little different than a full-time sit at a desk, you know, copywriting job. So, um, it is still what I do for a living and I have great clients, um, but I also don't work a lot, you know, near as much as some other people, because I do have a big focus on my Ayurveda school and my yoga teaching. And I do want to expand that over time as well. But the writing has been like my mainstay since I was a kid. I would stay up late and write stories. And I would turn in like really long papers into class. Like I was totally <laughs> about that. And it's just a way that I've always expressed myself. I have a lot of creativity. I'm a singer too. And I just, I love the oh, channel. So that's the intuitive piece as well. I'm a big channeler. I was doing tarot readings for a while and I'm shifting my focus just to really just focus on yoga Ayurveda, keep it simple. Um, but it is something that I feel we all have and some of us just kind of choose to dip into those abilities more than others, not saying it's good or bad, but yeah. I just find it so magical and helpful when I'm able to download messages and I go into the forest and I get you know information from the trees and yeah. <laughs> just part of my daily life, no big deal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know? epic part of your daily life so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I almost look at time in nature now as like my inspiration time to create the things I want to do in my my life's work you know so it is almost like a part of the work too to to be in nature and to to have that quiet and to have that space and silence and you know just get the information from nature herself you know yeah yeah so how would you say that you heal through nature? Mm. Oh, I love that. Oh, I mean, 
so many ways, but like I just said, I go out in nature and really since I moved to the Bay Area back in like 20, I don't remember, 2012, 2013, something like that. Yeah. Um, I just started to fall in love with nature. I started to go on hikes all the time. And every weekend I was out hiking up north, you know, and just being by myself, like just, and it really, I really actually um, relied on nature as my therapist, you know, wh yeah. whether I was hiking, I remember Ocean Beach in San Francisco was like my therapist for a while. Nice. <laughs> you know, just being on the beach and how just getting so much information and just like moving my body, right? So not just sitting and meditating and getting all this information, but moving my body, feeling the sea breeze or feeling, you know, the trees around me. That's how I've healed um, in so many ways. And I mean, I've, I've also another big piece that it kind of feels so far away now, but, <laughs> but it really did change my life. But I did some plant medicine work right at the beginning of my spiritual awakening, which I'm very grateful for because I feel like it really blasted me wide open. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it was challenging, but it really, really showed me some things about my life and my path and my gifts and also just showed me this powerful, like reverence for nature and just, you know, me really realizing like what we've done as humanity, to, you know, what kind of world we live in and really see it clearly like, oh, there is another option. I, you know, a lot of us grow up and we think this is just how it is. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. And that's why we're still stuck in that place. Cause a lot of people think that way. So it, it really takes sometimes master plants to teach us like there is another way and I'm going to show you and you got to look at your own stuff. And so that experience and I do still work with plant medicines but much in a different way now and I think that is a big piece too that really started me off on my journey it, it really helped me fall in love with plants helped me you know become interested in herbalism and things like that so yeah that's my like two-pronged answer there I guess yeah, it's like learning from the earth it, itself you know the, the yeah. plants and the things around you Exactly. That's, that's really neat. Thank you for sharing that experience. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always happy to talk about that stuff. I love it. I, I nerd out about it. Oh, <laughs> well, how can people connect with you? How can they find you? Yeah. So for right now, I would just say my, my Instagram is best. You could sign up for my newsletter. I've just put out some free meditations. I'm going to be putting out a lot more. I have a new series called morning practice and it's just Beautiful. Simple, bite-sized, you know, meditations, movements, just to do first thing in the morning and to experiment with different things and all inspired by nature. So yeah, you can find me on Instagram at musings of a yogini. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it for now. <laughs> I was going to say, I will link that all down in the description for YouTube and also um, here with the podcast episode as well. So people Great. can find you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Brittany, for being here, for making the space to share with us everything that you do and how it connects with nature and what you learned from nature too, what nature has taught you. Um, really appreciate yeah. you being here. Thank you for having me, Mandy. Mm -hmm.